The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I was a, a witness. The uh, the Golden State Warriors played an NBA game. The Clippers uh, did not, and the Warriors pouncing on the the Clippers uh, at Staples Center. I, I was an eyewitness to the carnage. Uh, I was. It was a public beatdown here, a flogging. 
uh, of the Clippers, a classical boat race situation. The very definition of boat race is when you jump out to a big lead and you just keep, yeah, that, that was what happened. Uh, so there's there's no need. I mean, th- this is the story. Now, normally we don't talk about a blowout game, but I've been told I it's part of the rule. I have to talk about the Clippers. People have said they demand the American people demand Clipper talk. They want that. So I will give the consumer what the consumer wants. That's my job here, right? Play the hits, play the hits. And uh, Kevin Durant made a shot over there. He put, made a shot over there. He made a shot over there. A uh, clinical, surgical uh, performance. Uh, he didn't get 50, though. And I, I, the, the Warrior media fanboys uh, that follow Golden State and cheer for the Warriors, uh, they said he was going to get 50. He did not. And the reason he didn't get 50 is because he played 30 minutes. That's why he didn't get 50. But he didn't get 50. So there, that's, there you go. Congratulations. All right. But the question here is, uh, what do you make of this? This was a uh, disastrous from the Clippers side of things, performance, and for Golden State, they came back and won by 27. They led during the course of the game, uh, which you know the Warriors had a 31-point lead and blew it in the previous game. In this game, the Warriors had a 36-point lead, and they got outscored in the paint. The Clippers had more second-chance points in the game, uh, and it didn't matter because Golden State made 15 three-point shots and all that, a bunch of bunch of shots everywhere a uh, bunch of shots everywhere. Clippers had more foul shots uh, but that's actually part of the story here so my takeaway from this curb stomping here what do you make of the curb stomping uh, Golden State gave to the Clippers now I've got the Daily Double the Squeaky Wheel and Hollywood Knights all right those three things and uh, and we'll put all of this into a chicken pot pie and we'll bake it uh, the crust on a chicken pot pie is just great. And we'll bake it for about 15 minutes and until it's golden brown, and then we'll eat it. Now, number one, the Warriors obviously uh, got the uh, the message there, the, the laser-like focus uh, for Golden State. The text message was received after being, let's remind you, humiliated the biggest choking dog performance in NBA history the Golden State Warriors turned in in Game 2 in this game. Uh, they did not fall asleep behind the wheel, right? So a dramatic improvement there. And it, it, it's what uh, we call a mouthwash game for Kevin Durant. Now, what is a, ma- a mouthwash game? A mouthwash game, I'll tell you. You you have a rotten egg taste in your mouth, and, and you come back and you have a performance like this. It's like mouthwash. You, you have a nice taste after that. And uh, Curry and Durant combined. Now, Golden State made a concerted effort to get Kevin Durant uh, a lot of opportunities to put up a bunch of points. They were they were force-feeding Kevin Durant the ball because that's what you have to do. Because if you don't do that, Kevin Durant will stand out there and he'll you know, he'll play with his fingers. and be like, oh, look at that. How many fingers do I have? Oh, look at that. I still have 10. Yeah, that's how Durant goes. So you have to force the issue with Durant. But midway through the second quarter, right? Now, we know in game two, back on Monday, Durant had eight shots the entire game and nine turnovers. Midway through the second quarter in Game 3, he was 7 of 9. He had already taken more shots than he did in the entirety of Game 2 in Game 3, and his first miss didn't happen until 16 minutes into the game. You know, 16 minutes into the game, and then he had a, a mistake. Now, he still had a bunch of turnovers. He had five turnovers in the game, but if you're putting up 38 points, it's okay. You can have five turnovers. It's, uh, it's fine. He was plus 32 uh, when he was on the court. And Steph Curry had 21 points. He was the daily double. 
Those guys combined, they shot 62% from the floor. And Steph Curry, uh, I was there before the game. He never misses, in, even in warm-ups. I, I know it's unreal, man. Pa- Patrick Beverly, my guy Patrick Beverly, he was missing every shot he took even before the game. Curry, I don't think he missed one. Uh, maybe it was just a good night for Curry shooting in the warm-ups because uh, Michael Jordan, I remember seeing Jordan years ago, and he would miss. I didn't see Curry miss one shot. It was crazy town. Anyway, all right, second thing here. Now, Kevin Durant, this is really the story of this game. This is, this is my takeaway. Kevin Durant bitching the other day, right? That was heard loud and proud, loud and proud uh, at the NBA League office. This was a textbook example of the squeaky wheel getting the grease. Kevin Durant called Patrick Beverly a pest. He credited the gimmick Clipper defense, right? Those are terms he used, pest, gimmick. Uh, And not only Durant, but the Warriors called Big Brother. They called the NBA headquarters in Manhattan and demanded preferential treatment. They did. Uh, You know what? They got it. The NBA heard, right? Game three, the loophole that the Clippers had used to mess with the Warriors' mojo was closed. Now, should the, the Clippers and Warriors play straight up, uh, there is no chance for the Clippers to win. There is no path to victory. There's none, right? There's such a great divide that it is an impossibility. The Clippers have to fight dirty. They have to fight dirty on defense. They have to grind it out, scratch, claw, all that stuff. And some strategic calls early in the game. And this is where the dumb fan doesn't get it. The uneducated fan doesn't get it. But the smart fan gets it, right? Early in the game, uh, it was like sending a, a large skywriting message there uh, when you're on the beach during the summertime, the big skywriting. Uh, the message was directed towards Patrick Beverly and friends. And the message was, the jig is up. That was the message. Right? That was the message. They were going to, they were not going to let him play. Traditionally in the NBA playoffs, I don't know, for 80 years, they've allowed players to play, right? That's how you do it. Let them play. They swallow the whistle. No, the officials here decided to have a whistle party, which is you know, the NBA's prerogative, how they want to do that. Uh, it was an all you can eat buffet of, uh, of fouls, uh, is what it was. It was. They wanted to call a ton of fouls. They were 53 personal fouls. 50. Three bloody personal fouls were called uh, in this in this particular game. So Scott Foster, Leon Wood, and Jason Phillips, the three Stooges, the referees got they got the message, and that's how they wanted to call the game. And if they're going to call the game like that, you're going to have a whistle party. Uh, good luck. Patrick Beverly had three fouls in the first 15 minutes of action. The game got away, and then they, there you go. He had a bunch of garbage time. But if Beverly can't play defense, where he's allowed to, you know. Use both hands and physicality, which you know they normally allow in the playoffs. Uh, there you go. The Golden State was much more aggressive, right? They were more aggressive, and they also they were committing a lot of fouls. They're like, well, this, you know, we'll we'll mess up what the Clippers are trying to do. Won't let them shoot as many open shots and all that stuff. But the key to the game was the the way the game was officiated, right? This this particular game changed. That's the NBA's prerogative to to change how. This goes, but uh, you know the the fact that the Warriors needed the league office to help unshackle themselves from the Clippers says a lot about Golden State. I mean, what are you doing here? I mean, you're not good. You're not good enough with the Harlem Globetrotters to beat the Clippers unless you you make sure that they call it like a regular season game. Anyway, the last the last word is now: Is the series over? Not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. 
I'll tell you why. It's not a best of three series. They've only played three games. So the fact that Golden State's won two, fine. They've still got to win another two games. And my theory is that the Clippers actually have an excellent chance of winning uh, this weekend. Right, and I'll tell you why. Right? The, uh, the Warriors are going to be back into – I'm going to explain here. Uh, the Warriors are going to be back into cocky mode, all right? Uh, for the next 48 hours or so, uh, every NBA blowhard media person will be uh, waxing poetic uh, about how wonderful the Warriors are, how great they are, oh, my God, uh, just fawning and uh, just licking all over the Golden State Warriors. And so what's going to happen? The Warriors' M.O. is they then revert into bad habits. You also have, as Mr. Nice Guy pointed out to me the other day from the Bay Area, you have the schedule gods smiling on the Clippers. Why is that? Uh, you think Draymond Green and, and you know even Andrew Bogut, some of these other bozos on the Warriors, do you think that they are going to, A, stay in their hotel room, uh, not go out at all, uh, just laser-like focus, watching uh, video of highlights and all that all weekend? Or do you think, B, that uh, Draymond Green and many of the other Warrior players will be behind the velvet ropes at the club uh, Friday and Saturday? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Which means they will be enjoying the debauchery of the Hollywood Knights and Beverly Hills and all the other spots in Los Angeles and all the Sodom and Gomorrah that goes on when we're here in bunk bunkered down at the radio station, but that's out there, those L.A. nights. Uh, and so, plus, but wait, there's more. You stack a day game on Easter Sunday, right? Early start on the West Coast. This is a setting up. It's a very encouraging spot for the Clippers to get another game. I'm telling you, the overconfidence is the only real thing that can dis- derail the Golden State Warriors, and they're going to be overconfident again because of this game in game number three. And a distracted Warriors team gives the Clippers a shot. Now, if the NBA is going to continue down this path of not letting them play, then you've got you've got a a gigantic bridge to nowhere is what you got. But these the way it's set up, this is you're looking for an angle here. This is a pretty good spot. It's a pretty good uh, spot. Here's Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly, who was in early foul trouble there. He only played 18 minutes in the game. He picked up four fouls in 18 minutes. Here's Beverly, who commented on what the hell happened there against Durant. He came out really aggressive, uh, posted me up more. Kind of knew that. Uh, Okay, thank you. That's it. Coming in, that he was going to come in really aggressive. Uh, made a couple early, and from that point, uh, you know, like any basketball player, you make a couple early, the basket gets bigger. Uh, have to do a better job and, uh, you know, fighting for position. But, you know, give him a lot of credit and make shots. Yeah. Oh, let's see. This is good. I like that. I, Beverly's going to come back. He's going to be biting people. He'll be kicking them in the nuts. Uh, it's going to be great. He'll be elbowing people, Beverly. Oh, it's going to be good. Uh, yep, Absolutely. There you go. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. Now, I uh, I know you went out to the Staples Center to catch a little bit of that game. Singing with Clipper Darrell. We uh, had a good time. Clipper Darrell, all right. The great Ralph Lawler. Who Ralph did, Lawler, okay. Ralph Lawler did admit, he said, Ben, uh, he, he knew of the bet that we made 20 years ago. 
And uh, he, he did confirm the, the wager was made. He had a very uh, good memory. He had a good laugh about that. Solid. But still not, going, still not going to pay up by kissing your uh, tookus there. Well, he said there's still another game, is what he said. He said there's still another game. Oh, oh. real much. I tried to find Helmet Man. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I walked out, something I never do, I walked out the VIP area where all the Hollywood idiots hang out, and that's how they leave, and there's a paparazzo there from TMZ and all the tabloids and uh, idiots trying to get autographs of the celebrities. So I walked out that door, and everyone looked at me like, who the hell's this idiot? Uh, but I walked out, and then I didn't see Helmet Man. I couldn't, I, he wasn't there. That's unfortunate. So he, Maybe he got there later because I, I had to leave a little bit early, so I don't know if he was there later. But there were a group of people there that they were waiting, but I did not see is, him. I assume his move is to, uh, to I don't want to say a cost, but to uh, approach uh, the celebrities as they're leaving. Is that his move? Uh, well, yeah. Well, he knows the people with the money. Yeah. See, my man, Helmet Man's a smart man. He knows the people with the, the big wads of cash come out that side of the arena. So those are the people that say they won't buy anything, but they'll just throw them you know, a couple of bucks, you know, 40 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever, and that's that's how he rolls. Yeah. Through the hood, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant, I, I love Durant. Such a front runner. Durant has a terrible game in game two, runs and hides, right? Tail between his legs. Has a great game in game three. He's out there answering questions with the media after the game, having a great time. Oh, my God. He did say, Who are though, you? Uh, yeah, I know who you are. Kevin Durant announced his name. Remember that the other day that he announced who he is. But uh, Durant said he expects his technical file to get rescinded, he said. He's uh, simply having conversation. Well, I'm sure if Steve Kerr and the Warriors just call the league office, they'll take care of that right away. I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, I, I hear you. Thank you. Yeah, just in case you forgot, Eddie. There you go. It's, I uh, appreciate the help on that. Yeah, so he talked about his uh, his technical. Very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Someone named Derek White took a can of mace and sprayed it in the face who? of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I don't know who this is. Derek White. Uh, Racist. A, uh, a wrecking ball. Who knew? Uh, and the Spurs, who were down early in the first half, they trailed by 10 early on, but then as the game progressed, it was a... Uh, very impressive win for San Antonio. I say very impressive. The second half was a domination situation, but 118 to 108 was the five. You saw the game. Uh, White also had five rebounds at five assists, even hit a three-point shot, and uh, he was able to take advantage of a weak link. All of athletic competition from the time you start playing sports as a little kid all the way till you're even a grown-ass person is taking advantage of a, a piece of kryptonite, a weak spot. And the Denver Nuggets, uh, they just the, the way that they play on the perimeter leaves a lot to be desired. There's a lot there, right? And Derek White was able to feast uh, inside, and, and no Denver players were able to stay in front of him. It's like... They were they, they had this, these giant concrete blocks on their feet, and uh, and they were unable to move, which I think is important. I think lateral movement is important. I, I never played professional basketball, but I believe it is somewhat important. I've watched a lot of professional basketball games. I think it is uh, mildly important, but let's go right to it. We're not going to waste a lot of time. Let's get right to the Komoto dragon in the room, this performance by White, uh, who had uh, the stat line for the ages, right, with the – the numbers there that we gave you, they're destroying and taking apart and exerting his will against the Nuggets. The final stat line was 36 points, a plus 30 on the plus minus for Derek White in 33 minutes. He scored 36 points 
and he shot over 70% from the floor. And keep in mind, this is a player that nobody really heard of uh, prior to this. So uh, let's discuss. Now the question, should the Nuggets be embarrassed to allow an unknown guy like Derek White to almost single-handedly beat them into submission. I actually, I'm not going to agree with that. I do not think they should be embarrassed. I'm not, there's other things to be humiliated about, but that is not one of them. All right, my thoughts on this: You've got the storybook, the mouse, and physicality. Those three things. All right, and we'll put them all together. We'll we'll write the letters into the box like the crossword puzzle. We'll complete the crossword puzzle. Now, number one, when you play the Spurs. There are two guys. If I said to any simpleton, here are the people you have to slow down to beat San Antonio, the vintage of the Spurs of 2019. They are LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Those are the persons of interest. The The problem for Denver here is that, yeah, White went bonkers, but they didn't stop the other guys. It's like everyone had a big game offensively, the, the key guys for San Antonio. Denver played Matador defense. When you play Matador defense, you say, ole, 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 ole. Yeah, and they run by you like the running of the Bulls. Uh, in this case, the running of the Spurs. And you look at Aldridge and DeRozan, who weren't the headliners in this game because they didn't have the biggest stat line, they combined shot about 50%. They combined for 43 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists, which when you say those are two guys, you know those numbers are manageable. But Derek White is somebody, if you're the Nugget coaching staff, you're like, okay, let him shoot. He's a nobody. He's a supporting actor. Uh, If you're going to get beat, you don't want to get beat by the top guys. You want to stop them. Make these other guys, make these other players beat you. And he happened to have uh, the planets line up for him. The quarter of the night was from the Nuggets coach, Michael Malone, who said of Derek White, that he came out like he hadn't eaten in two days, and he was hungry, and he came out pissed off, and they sent a very loud and clear message. Now, I have gone two days without eating. I try to do it once a week. I try to go two days without eating once a week, and I got to tell you, I do come out hungry. I am pissed off, uh, and I do send a very loud and clear message in the Malamon monologue. Uh, I do. But if you're Michael Malone, here's what you do. As far as Derek White, you say, okay, that was great. Take a bow. Do it again. Go out there and do it again, Mr. Tough Guy. Now, should he be able, Derek White, to have the sequel be the equal? If that's the case, the Denver Nuggets are mincemeat. Done. See you later. Put them in a deep fryer with a side of fries in a value meal combo at McDonald's. They're over. But you got to challenge him to do it again. Let's see if he can do it. Is this a one-hit wonder? Now, the storybook part of this uh, I don't know who this guy is. I, I read up on him a little bit when he kept making baskets for the Spurs, and he's uh, like a Division Two guy. He's from the Colorado area, played college ball in the Colorado area. But this is the kind of storybook stuff that sports media love, right? It, 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 it's easy. Just add a little bit of water. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. The sports media loves it. Local guy comes back to haunt his hometown team. He was playing when he was drafted in the first round, but it was the end of the first round, Derek White. And pretty much if you're not a lottery pick, you're not expected to do much. And there are exceptions. There are exceptions to guys that weren't lottery picks that have turned out to be good players, all-star players, undrafted players that are productive players, Patrick Beverly. But if you're not drafted in the first 
15 picks or so of the draft or whatever the lottery is, then you're, you're looked down upon, right? And, and he was playing in the G League. So that's the storybook thing, right? This guy was in the G League uh, playing in Austin a while back, and now here he is in the playoffs, and he is taking a knife and slashing the throats of the Nugget players. Now, the second thing here, as we chat on Fox Sports Radio, the Nuggets, they got to get their their own house in order here because they lost this game in a slow, painful, death-by-a-thousand-paper-cut type of approach. And when I was monitoring this game, I was monitoring this game, watching this game, the Nuggets were like the mouse on a treadmill. Right? They couldn't quite get the cheese. They had the cheese early. They had a 10-point lead, but they didn't even get a lead in the second half. So after halftime, San Antonio led the entire second half. They never trailed. In, in the no, it was not. They weren't up by a thousand points and all that, but they were up enough, uh, as it turned out. And it was more like the methodical approach the Spurs have had in the past. The traditional playoff basketball, you know, three point lead at halftime, ended up outscoring the Nugs by seven points in the second half to get to that ten point margin. But Denver continues to be spotty. I have no skin in the game. I don't. We know what we feel on this show about the Nuggets. Uh, but I do like the zigzag theory. Michael Malone, it's an odd thing because he talked out of both sides of his mouth. He challenged his team for game four. All right, he did that. It's a stay alive situation. You fall down 3-1, you're done. That's it. You're in the intensive care unit. Uh, so in any of these situations, you got to make adjustments and all that, the cliche standard stuff. But Malone also said that he was leaning towards not making any lineup changes, which seems like a really bad idea. Uh, now, I don't want to go inside the uh, how they make the hot dogs with the Nuggets, but uh, I look at a guy like Will Barton, and if I you know, was coaching the Nuggets, having watched them for just a couple of games here, uh, I would look at a guy like Will Barton and say, let's say he was on the court for 20 minutes, and while he was out there, the Nuggets were outscored by 23 points. Maybe I would put him on the bench. Maybe I wouldn't put Will Barton in the starting lineup. And a guy like Malik Beasley... Uh, who was very productive. Who? I don't know. His name's Malik Beasley. Never heard of him. I used to know a guy named Malik Seeley. He was a good guy. Played with the Clippers years ago. He, died a, he was killed by a drunk driver. But uh, Malik Beasley uh, played played very well for the Nuggets, but he's he's a backup. Uh, he's a backup. You might want to move him into the starting lineup. You might want to do that. I'm just saying. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox as we press on. As they say. But the Nuggets have to get more physical. They have to. The Spurs outscored the Nuggets by 20 points in the paint. Physicality. Uh, I don't think, is that even a real word, physicality? Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it's a real word. Uh, But anyway, second chance points, points in the paint. Nuggets are going to sit there and shoot jump shots. And I guess that's the way to do it, right? It's not alarming because that's what Golden State does. That's what... Houston does and all that, but if I'm the Nuggets, if you you want to avoid the sad trombone from playing, you might want to find a way to uh, work it out a little bit. Where you, you know what I'm saying? You, you feeling me on this? All right, let's hear from um, Michael Malone. I think this is the soundbite where he talks about hunger. I think this is it. Let's uh, let's here's here's Michael Malone, the coach of the Who the Hell Cares About Denver Nuggets. 
Derek White came out like he hadn't eaten in two days. Yeah. He came out hungry. He came out hungry. pissed off. And he sent a very loud and clear message. How do we respond to that? Where is your pride? You know, where is your toughness? Yeah. Where is your grit? That's right. Bunch of sissies. All right, that's what he's saying. Since he wanted to lampoon the Nuggets, but he couldn't you know, He couldn't go all in. That's a good point. Yeah, at some point you have to say, all right, now this guy, I, I get the mindset, and I agree, as I said in the monologue, you, you want to stop the other guys. They couldn't stop. It was ridiculous. They couldn't stop the other guys, and this guy went nuts. They didn't, didn't play much defense. Offensively, the Nuggets actually were, were productive, although it's one of those – it didn't it didn't seem as good as the numbers indicated you know what i mean it, it, like the, the the key guys in the nuggets when they were on the court the starting lineup in the nuggets like paul millsap they the nuggets out got outscored by 32 points when he was on the court in a minus 32 and and nikola jokic mr jokic uh they were, nuggets were outscored by 25 with him on the court all right, so Ben Maller show. We say hello to Edmund Dallas. Oh, we have more from uh, Malone. Oh, let's hear more of Malone. Then we'll say hi to Eddie. Uh, we have Mike Malone here, Michael Malone, uh, pointing out what I said about the physicality. He must be reading my mind. Jamal, first and foremost, has to take a lot more pride in his ability yeah. to guard and contain and make Derek White feel him. Derek White did not feel us tonight. He did not feel us. They did not feel us. And we felt them for 48. They were the more physical team, and that's why they kicked our butt. What he's really saying there, I've got my Super Dakota ring on. He's saying his team was gutless. They were lacking courage. Is that not what he's saying, right? That's a different way to say it. It's more harsh. But the Nuggets were timid. They were frightened, right? That's how they play. And and instead of being the aggressor, they were not the aggressor. They they were subservient uh, defensively. They recoiled. Uh, is what they did. All right, here's one more. Now, here is, uh, let's move on. We don't have any more Malone. What do we got? Uh, Murray here? All right. Uh, this is Jamal Murray, who is saying, you think he's going to say, A, the series is over. We're done. Done skis. That's it. Uh, B, no comment. Or C, we're coming back. Let's find out. We got to show some fight. We got to show some urgency, some aggression, um, some passion. You know, we got to show all that on the road. We got to bring our own energy. We got to play fast. You know, we got to oh, do all the things cliches. that we got to do to win. So wow. I'll be ready next game. Most of the times when I say wow. I bounce back, I do. So I'll bounce back. He did say most times, not all the time. So most times when I say something, it's going to happen. That was a <laughs> that was a nice machine gun Kelly style uh, cliche buffet from Jamal Murray. Can we play that again? Because he he went through like seven or eight big buzz cliches of the NBA postseason. Did he not? We got to show some fight. We got to show some urgency, urgency. some aggression, aggression. Um, some passion. passion. You know, we got to show all that on the road. We got to bring our own energy. energy. We got to play fast. fast. You know, we got to do all the things that we got to do to win. So yeah. I'll be ready next game. Most of yeah. the times when I say I bounce back, I do. So I'll yeah. bounce back. I counted eight. How long was yeah, that? Yeah, that's what by? I got. How long, how long was that sound by? 13 seconds. 13 se- eight, eight cliche terms in 13 seconds? That's pretty good. That's a solid effort by Jamal Murray there. The, the Denver Nuggets. Eddie Garcia is right over there. You're either in in life, you're either ascending or descending, right? Humans never really tread water. You're either going up or you're going down. Is that right? It's a deep thought, Eddie, right Mm. there. 
Yeah, deep thought. Either going up or you're going down. Well, you know, I'm not a, a huge NBA guy. I hear that, Eddie. This is a tough time of the year for you, Eddie, because it's a big, a big part. No, of, it's I fine. Got no, it doesn't later. bother me. But I am going to do football. People were demanding me. I talk about a story of a fat quarterback, so oh, it's okay. on my list for All next right. hour. I'll mark that down. Fat quarterback. I'm just, talk. I'm just glad because I mean, look, I know most of the players. Uh, Another you know name, but when I to, when yeah. I saw Derek White had a, a huge game for San Antonio. Yeah. I said, I have no clue who that guy is, what he looks like, where he's from. Never in my life heard That's of him. That's a tough name. He needs a nickname. It is a generic name. He needs a nickname. But I'm it's glad, like to, I'm glad John, to hear I wasn't the only one. Named John Doe or something No like that. clue who that is. He played good for, for him. Good he for him. played for Colorado Springs or Colorado, Colorado Springs Mountain Lions. And then he eventually- no, I never he, heard of his school well, either. He, he so. eventually went to the, the big school- in Boulder, the University right. of Colorado, but he started out as a D two, a two, a D two guy. Uh huh. Is all how right. he he started. But he's a Colorado kid. He yeah. went to school in Parker, Colorado, and all that. So he's from. I'm gonna from go there. out on a limb and say yeah. we will not hear much from him again. But good for him. Well, good that's what him. I'm saying. On his night, I, I, uh, I'm I'm saying if I'm the Nuggets, I'm like do it again. You know, take you know, keep going. Yeah. But you got to stop those. All the I mean, you got to do a little bit on defense you, you, occasionally. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking you know, if you want to. Want to have a shot. So, anyway, all right. So, Ben Maller's show on Fox. We've got lame jokes later. The Weed Man Radio Roast continues to be a success. <laughs> Just Josh was very upset with all the new joke writers because just in the early <laughs> day, in the early days of the jokes, it was just pretty much just Josh and like two other people that would send jokes in. But now we've got everyone that thinks they want to just unload and just wail away on Weed Man. You got two segments full again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's endless, man. It I, it's unreal. I spend a large part of my day just compiling all the jokes, and I leave some out because I don't even have time to get to all of them. It's 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 insanity. Uh, and to, but just Josh was like, well, once these people, you know, once these joke writers go away, once the weed man thing's over, I'll still be I'll still be writing jokes, is what he said. So he was he wanted to let that out. And I told I wrote back, I believe I said that hey, we we thought once Bartolo Colon left baseball, that was it because it was pretty much just Bartolo Colon jokes for the first year and a half we did lame jokes but now now Bartolo's gone we still get an occasional stray Bartolo cologne joke but it's a lot of weed man jokes and people goofing on us so let's go to the phones cashing a golden ticket the cowboy killer is up next here on Fox Sports Radio hello cowboy killer what's going on Ben how you doing my man I'm living large. I'm in charge. Uh, I'm fine. Everything's wonderful. I could not be happier. Look at me. Living the life. Living the life. Yes. How can we help you, Cowboy Killer, now that we've got the niceties out of the way? How can <laughs> we help you? Look, I'm not here uh, to uh, defend Peyton Manning. Which Peyton Manning. Uh, there's what? a non sequitur. Where did that come from? There's a non sequitur, Eddie. Peyton Manning. Let's t- let's do a deep dive. I'm, I'm glad. He, ne- uh, next thing you know, he's not going to be here to uh, argue that Who? Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's another good topic from back in the day. Pete Rose, Hall yeah, of Fame, yeah. not Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, uh, should he the record be legit or not legit? What do you think? Uh, you know. Uh, well, what's your dilemma? You have a you have a, people only call when they have a dilemma. Uh, if, if everything's great, you don't call. So, what's your dilemma? Yeah. No, no, there's no dilemma, actually. What uh, I'm calling, well, first of all, I'd like to thank Eddie, King Eddie, for uh, the golden ticket that I'm uh, cashing no, in. No, no, he's not allowed uh, to give oh, you Oh, you're a, welcome. What, what, he's not allowed to give you a golden ticket. It's from when he won Balderdash. Well, how long ago was that? A couple last, weeks when he played Lenny. Half, yeah. Really? I don't remember. Wait a minute. When Eddie won Balderdash. Wait, wait. Oh, Eddie 
Yeah. Oh, I got confused there he too. Yeah, he works on the show. He didn't get a golden ticket for that. Why? Why wouldn't he? This is an illegitimate golden ticket. <laughs> What's going on here? This is a. You don't have a. Wait a minute. And no, what, he did. He's going. No. No, he was playing the. No. <laughs> wow. What kind of shenanigans well, not, are you well, people doing? I'm on the air anyway, Ben. I'm on the air right now. <laughs> you're on well, the li- you're on the live air, and I got to tell you, Eddie, this is a terrible phone call. It's your fault, Eddie. This is a terrible no. phone call. Well, let him finish okay, it. Okay, yeah. This is what I'm uh, called about. But first of all, I, I want to thank Eddie. No, okay, no, no. So, first uh, of all, you don't even you thought you said how you doing? You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, thanks, Eddie. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Just get to okay. the meat of the call. Jesus. Okay, last- I mean. Last last October, um, I uh, I emailed you about uh, I was going to meet your BFF at a convention. Oh, uh, Shatner. Uh, oh, Shatner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I was in a in a car accident uh, the night before, and uh, I didn't get to go. Oh. Well, this weekend, Shatner is going to be in town. Is there okay. anything that you want me to say? No, no, he's disturbed. He's you're going to get arrested. If you bring my name up, you'll get arrested. I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't want you to be in handcuffs. When Shatner hears my name, he snaps. All right. He's a distressed individual. He's a very angry old man. I don't leave Shatner alone. All right. I mean, he's, he's angry. And I, he, I actually want yeah. I actually wanted to take a sign and say uh that uh, I was trying to make amends between you and Shatner. I have no problem going up to him. I know. I will do it at the end of the convention <laughs> because right, well, I don't want to get uh, it. For le- legality reasons, I cannot tell you to bring my name up. I cannot okay, do it. Okay. So for legal reasons, I can't do that. Now, if you choose to do it on your own and have him sign like a Spats with Shats, Maller Militia sign or something like that, I can't stop you from doing that. But I okay. can't, for liability reasons, should you get arrested and become very litigious, I cannot tell you to do that. What you choose to do on your own free will, Cowboy Killer, that is your choice to make in life. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Sounds great. Just make sure if you, right. do, if you do do that, make sure you let me know about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll send you a mail from the from jail. But, if, but, if I end up in jail. but again, <laughs> but again, Cowboy Killer, I'm saying you should not do that. But if you choose to do it, let me know about it, okay? <laughs> Sounds great. All right, thank you. All right, go away. Solved that right there, didn't we? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's get to it. Kubaloo, what's on the list? After the Clippers' big comeback against the Warriors the other day, TMZ caught up with Lou Williams and asked if he thinks that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Now, Williams said that he's seen others in there that have done less. Do you agree? Uh, well, the, the Basketball Hall of Fame is unlike all other Hall of Fame. They have different categories. There's like Russian coaches in there. It's very odd what they do in, in Springfield, Massachusetts. But I will say, yes, Lou Williams should get in the Hall of Fame. Here's what Lou needs to do. Lou can fly from LAX to Logan Airport in Boston. He can then rent a car, drive about two hours to Springfield, Massachusetts. He can then use a credit card and or cash, buy a ticket to the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. It's $24 to get in. I looked it up. It's $24. There you go. You're good. In terms of actually getting in as a player, no. Like, Lou Williams would have to dominate for the next five years. He's at the end of his prime. He's 32. I like watching Lou Williams play. His contemporaries are players like Michael Cooper, Damon Stoudemire, Nate McMillan. Good, but not great NBA players. But he is in the Hall of Fame for many men. He's the pimp daddy because he had two girlfriends at the same time, and they were That's aware true. of each other. So that should get you some kind of credit. Hall right. of Famer in my eyes. There you go. Next. He pulled that one off. Wow. <laughs> David Griffin is the new GM for the New Orleans Pelicans. And when speaking with the media yesterday, he touted his longstanding successful relationship with Clutch Sports. 
Now, uh, so he proclaimed that he's looking forward to building something with Anthony Davis. Yeah, building a trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben, any chance Anthony Davis stays? No, no. Well, there's always a chance, right? There's always a chance. But it's like 2%. It's super. Anthony Davis has made his mind up. His people want him out of New Orleans, right? He wore that That's All shirt the final game, then admitted he's a grown-ass man that doesn't even dress himself. I mean, come on. David Griffin's a media darling and all that stuff. But no, outside of drugs. Hugging and handcuffing Anthony Davis. He's playing for somebody else. All right, real quick, cool. What do we got? Now, the Steelers' Twitter account wanted to, people to answer how many touchdowns James Conner was going to get. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell said 17. That would set a new franchise record. Yeah. What's the over-under for James Conner touchdowns, Ben? All right, well, he had 12 touchdowns and one receiving touchdown last year. I'll say he's about that level again. No, he's not getting 17 touchdowns for the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell's just sucking up the Steelers fans. I don't know why. How do we do? I won. I won. He said I won. I won. I passed. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Play the big open. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. All right, I hear you around there with the police out in front of his house. Yeah, holy bleep. Weed man hippie. Hello. Hey, Ben. Larry Dyson, I love you. Dwight Gooden, I love you. Hey, Ben, you're doing our work. Our, you're fixing racism. Your whole yeah, monologue, yeah. popular soul. Hey, I hate that song. I hate the song. What song? Uh, at Yankee God, Games. God bless at Yankee, America. At, yeah, at Yankee Games, I'm like, damn, stop it. Stop. Right. And what can, about yeah. our... Can we get to the jokes? No? You're so right. What about, hello, Manny. Hey, Poppy, what about that? That was black guy doing, doing blackface. He was doing racist stuff. That was Al Jolson then. Yes, I'm aware. I mean, you judge people. You can't judge people on today's uh, social things. Uh, the Bible was made uh, for people. That's a good point. There is a lot of stuff in the Bible that is uh, borderline. All right, well, let's uh, stop. Let's get to it. Here we go. Big Ben's lame jokes. I'll bounce it off. Eddie, he'll bounce it back to me. Roberto will play this. Blah, 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 blah. That. Uh, all right. Coop's got his offensive jokes. Um, here we go. Uh, what will never, ever, What? why will you hear, uh, never, ever hear Bartolo Colon say? What will you will never hear him say? We're off to a good start. Good what God. will you? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know, Ben. Yeah. What will we never hear Bartolo yeah. Colon say, uh, ever? Who the hell cares about the chicken nuggets? He will never say that. Eddie. What do Bruce Jenner and a Seahawk Maller monologue have in common? Bruce Jenner and a Maller monologue about the Seahawks. What yeah. do they have in common? Uh, suddenly they completely switch sides, right in the middle. That's, that's odd. Yeah. Why did Tigers manager Ron, this is from Cowboy John Brad, why did, uh, the last one was from Bill in Iowa, why did Tigers manager Ron Gardenhire give the boys glasses of prune juice instead of bats to bring to the plate? I don't know. Why did Ron Gardenhire give them prune juice instead yeah. of bats? Gardenhire wanted to be sure the Tigers finally got some runs. So he. All right, that's a cowboy. Cowboy in Windsor sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame jokes. Cowboy, I'm a big fan. Of the week. Uh, when, when Angry Bill is with a date, why does he leave the toilet seat up? 
I, I don't know, Ben. <laughs> uh, why does Angry Bill leave the toilet seat up when he's with a date? Makes it easier for her to get a drink. You know, the dog. Take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Gary from Youngstown. <laughs> why does the Easter Bunny have to see his psychiatrist after Easter? I, I don't know. Why does the Easter Bunny need to see a psychiatrist after Easter? He's a basket case. I don't know what's up with that, man. <laughs> so, Eek in, in Roseville, uh, California. Thank you, Eek. Uh, uh, why do seagulls live by the sea? I don't know, man. Why do seagulls live by the sea? Because if they lived by the bay, they'd be bagels, Eddie. That's uh, yes! come on, right? Come on, everyone. That's a uh, Mark. Mark from Chino Hills, California. You got anything, Coop, to start off with, Coop? Anything at all? Um, let's see. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with this one. What do you get when you shoot Weed Man Hippie up with some Novocaine? I don't know. A numb nut. <laughs> 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 it's from Just Josh. Give me the laughing gas. How does the Easter Bunny contact the president? I don't know. How does the Easter Bunny contact the president? He has his peeps called Trump's peeps. That's what they say. It's just all peeps. It's all. That's uh, from peeps Eek. are disgusting. Eek, uh, Eek, I agree with you. They are. Uh, that's from Eek in Roseville, uh, Minnesota. They're nasty. Uh, why wouldn't Bill Cosby date anyone from Tennessee? Oh boy. Uh, I don't know. Why wouldn't Bill Cosby date anyone from Tennessee? Volunteers aren't really his type. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, that's from Bill in Iowa. We'll, we'll pause for the cause. Well, yeah, way too many jokes. We'll get to as many as we can. It's the lame jokes of the week. The Weed Man Radio Roast, a staple of the show. We'll get to that next. All right, Big Ben's lame jokes. We brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Everyone's here. Everyone's uh, Weed Man's there. there go. Eddie's over there. All right, who's Bartolo? Who's Bartolo Colon's favorite old-time player, Eddie? Bartolo's favorite old-time player. Who is that? Uh, that would be Johnny Grubb. That's from uh, Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy and Windsor sent that one in. Uh, wh- why is Weed Man so depressed? I don't know. Why is Weed Man so depressed? Even the sanctuary cities have banned him, and he's really bummed out. He's being scary <laughs> from Youngstown. They arrested me sleeping in a church. Why were there multiple trash bags and a dumpster at the probate courtroom? Uh, I don't know. Why were there multiple trash bags and a dumpster at the probate courtroom? They were dividing up Weed Man's estate. They were actually going through that. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> when did Lisa know Weed Man was a stoner? <laughs> I, I don't know. When did Lisa know that Weed Man was a stoner? His bong got washed more than the dishes. That's the first. So Ernie, Ernie the Great. He can't afford a bong. Ernie the Great O'Piner says that, wrote that in. Uh, why does Weed Man Hippie live in Miami? I don't know. Why does Weed Man live in Miami? Well, it's close proximity to all that seaweed, Eddie. There's a lot of seaweed right there. That's uh, Steve in, in Miami. Anything over there, Koopaloop? Did you know that uh, Weed Man beat NASA to the punch? No, I did not know that. Uh, yeah, he already has tons of pics of black holes on his phone. Oh, <laughs> I do. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, my it's from God. Gary and Youngstown. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, let's see. You can't read that. We'll skip over that one. Uh, did you hear that Weed Man was asked to walk Angry Bill's bride down the aisle? No, no I, I did yeah. not hear that, no. Yeah, he, he just uh, held her by the leash, that's all. So it was, it was good. It was, it's just Josh who sent that one in. Why did Weed Man uh, want to skip elementary school? 
I, I don't know. Why did Weedman want to skip elementary school? Because he wanted to go straight to high school, Eddie. He wanted to go to high school. So, Ernie the Great O'Potter, uh, what's the difference between Weedman Hippie and a dirty T-shirt? The difference between Weedman and a dirty T-shirt is what? A T-shirt could be changed and washed in the same day, Eddie, the same day. So, Manny, yeah. yeah. Mike, uh, what, what do Weedman and the NBA playoffs have in common? Weedman and the NBA playoffs, what do they have in common? They both are around too long, and we know how it's going to end. We yeah. know. Oh, the end. So Bill from Iowa sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame oh. jokes of the week. Did you hear Weed Man is converting to Judaism? No, I did not hear that. No. Yeah, but he was planning on it, but when he heard of the 14 steps of a Passover Seder, he said, Oi, that's too far to walk. That's it. I can't. That's uh, Gary uh, from Youngstown. Uh, why the woman run off the stage crying on the Maury Povich show? I don't know, Ben. Why did she do that? She found out that Weed Man was the father, oh, Eddie. Oh, no. I brought up to Is Weed Man Jewish? Is Weed Man Jewish, Eddie? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he gets passed over a lot. That's what she's going to say. Gary and Youngstown. <laughs> we'll have more. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. 
What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love season nine. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.